with Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial, customizing the strategy of your retirement plan is just one of his goals. With Lance Gilman and Northern Alliance Financial, there's so much more. It's a custom approach in taking the time to get to know you, to get to know your unique financial situation. Most importantly, finding out your retirement goals. That information is critical in creating your retirement plan. This involves building income for your retirement and proper protection with proactive tax strategies, long-term care and out-of-pocket health care protection, and knowing your legacy wishes building your retirement and it never hurts to get that human touch holistic and customized retirement planning it means so much call lance gilman at northern alliance financial 833-856-1384 833-856-1384 investment advisory services are offered through foundations investment advisors llc an sec registered investment advisor Retirement distribution strategies can be daunting for many retirees to navigate. However, with professional guidance, these strategies can help eliminate worrying about your retirement savings and help make sure you don't run out of money. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everyone. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sodal. Joining me today is Derek Hewitt. Uh, Derek is, uh, well, he is an independent advisor representative, and uh, he's a fiduciary independent, all part of Northern Alliance Financial and AFinancialAdvisors.com. Um, you've been helping folks for a good long while, better than 10 years. And uh, hey, Derek, what's going on? Hey, Steve. Steve, uh, you know, things are good. Things are good. We're busy um, up here in in the northeast and just trying to uh trying to help people out you know the winter is is here and on its way and uh you know this is uh this is a actually a fairly busy time for us sure. um, you know the the holidays people tend to take a break from these sort of things so things start to pick up you know after the holiday season so yeah, yeah so we're busy sure uh well i like that and um you know you talk about the winter and it just kind of drags on okay we're going to cover a lot of ground today derek so uh, let's jump in we're going to talk uh, we're going to listen to jamie diamond he's the uh, ceo of jp morgan chase and most everyone knows who that is uh and he sat down at fox business and talked about the economy what where he thinks it is and what he thinks it's going to be and uh, here are his thoughts but both in april october and today i'll tell you the things that you, there are these things out there which are very uncertain. And when I look at uncertainty, there's always uncertainty. Every day of every life is uncertainty, but it's heightened. And it's heightened because of Russia, Ukraine, oil, uh, energy, food, uh, quantitative tightening. You know, is it going to be enough to raise rates to 5%? And this is having a huge effect on smaller countries, poor nations, uh, those who are reliant on importing oil and gas. And I think those uncertainties may very well mitigate and we'll end up with that kind of Goldilocks mild recession, but they may not. So I, I'm still in the cautious side of this one. He's in the cautious side. So, I mean, he paints this picture and then says, uh, well, it might not happen. <laughs> so he says, yeah, there's the yeah. soft landing, uh, <laughs> but then that might not happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. I remember, you know, you hear Warren Buffett's not a big believer in economist all too much when making any sort of investment strategy because he says they get it wrong all the time. Sure. And it's it's this is, you know, this is the conversation I have with many clients is the things that Jamie Dimey just talked about. You know, I give them my my two cents and tell them what I think may happen. But then again, I tell them, who knows? You know, I mean, really, you know, we have to plan for 
for the unexpected. And, uh, you know, the unexpected is always happening. This thing is all over the world, you know, Russia, China. And even if in 10 years from now, there'll be something else that we didn't think about that's happening that we have to take into consideration. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on and, and things are good this year. Um, financially, as far as uh, investments go, you know, we're having a great start to the year. And this is a I mean, this is great compared to last year, but last year wasn't hard to beat, right? <laughs> right. So, well, exactly. And, and yeah. you know, you talk about um, just cruising along and, and uh, doing what you're doing. That's that's kind of what it's all about here in terms of helping people and um, educating along the way. Um, one of the things that we're going to talk about is uh, in, in terms of you know, making sure that we have enough money to to get through, we've got to we've got to start paying off some debt. And uh, I mean, again, I know there's good debt and bad debt, but uh, where do you fall? Yeah. So you know, basically, you know, going into retirement, obviously, it's a good idea to get rid of your debt or as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's attainable or it's in range, you should try to get rid of that. At least the, um, you know, your mortgage, these things that are going to be your most expensive debt usually going into retirement, and you know, the things that are most important. With that being said, you know, I had a uh, client and this is a little while back when rates were low, you know, I suggested that she consolidate her loans with the rates being so low. Those are things that you can't really do now um, with the way that the rates are now. So, you know, you you do what you can. Um, What I would say to folks, if you are carrying quite a bit of debt and you are looking to retire, you know, when rates do go down, which, you know, that could be a while, maybe consolidate those, try to get yourself into a lower rate and, um, you know, maybe work a little bit extra to try to pay things off. And, you know, I had a client actually that before he retired, he was going to just attack his mortgage and he was working overtime and uh, it took him a couple of years and he worked quite a bit more than he normally would. But I, I tell you, he he was happy to tell me where what, that he paid off his last you know mortgage payment and, you know, ready to retire. And yeah. I mean, it's going to make a, it's going to be a big deal for him in retirement. And that's doable for some. For some, it might not be so doable, but it's it's worth looking at. But that's the conversation that we have to have. We have to understand if we're going to have a mortgage, we have to be able to cover that debt. We have to be able to cover that payment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the most expensive, excuse me, probably one of the most expensive, but also one of the most important. I mean, your shelter. And, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, you know, there's so many things that are happening in the world. Inflation is, is crazy. Um, it's still high. Uh, and then, you know, these are th- sort of things will happen again. And, um, you know, if you can at least tackle some of that debt and get that down, then you can afford to you know, you can afford some of these fluctuations with inflation and things like that. You'll have that money available to cover that. And you hopefully don't have to change your style of living. Right. Well, again, we talk about uh, determining our uh, spending needs in retirement. Spending needs, it could be a budget, could be a lifestyle expense report, however you want to couch it. We've got to know what we're spending and where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that we talk about typically on the first appointment when someone comes in. You know, while I'll send something before the first appointment and it will ask um, them to bring in information. And one of the pieces of information we want or we want them to start to think about is a budget. And I, you know, I tell them, I said, listen, I don't necessarily need to know what you're spending on coffee each week, probably more than you should, just like I am. But it's, (laughs) you know, it's it's important to know what's going out because, you know, when you're no longer working, obviously, 
uh, it's that much more important because there's no more coming in. So now we need to put a distribution and income plan in place. And the only way to really do that properly is to know, you know, what your everyday expenses are going to be, sure. or to at least a ballpark. I mean, those things can change, obviously. Well, of course. And and again, but that, that spending plan, because it means that, okay, we've got, we've got to cover all of these things. And uh, then uh, what do you think about the idea of, of practicing retirement spending? In other words, you know, get that budget put in place and see if you can follow it. It's that's a great idea. I mean, that's um, it's a good. It's certainly good to practice while you're still working. That way, you can make tweaks where you need to, and you know you're not going to be punished for you know going over. Mm-hmm. But it, it certainly is, and sometimes it's a habit you got to get into, right? Yes. I mean, it's you got to get into the habit of if you were living paycheck to paycheck, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you didn't have a good sized paycheck because there's people living paycheck to paycheck who make good money. They just the more money they make, the more they spend. Um, and so you have to get rid of those habits before you get into retirement because, you know, when you don't have that paycheck anymore, it's hard to replace, you know, the money going out if it still stays the same, you know, the same way. Right. So, and um, again, practicing spending like we are retired, that's, uh, I mean, that's a bit of a challenge, I know. But um, what about working in retirement? Is that something that you recommend or is it just up to the person? You know, I think working in retirement is, um, is, 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 is actually not a bad thing. Um, for, for a lot of folks, you know, it, it's hard to figure out what to do in retirement. So first off, working in retirement or volunteering or doing something to keep yourself active, even if you don't need the money, is, is probably not a bad thing. And for some people, you know, they have plenty to do in retirement and they've got lots of hobbies and things to do and they're, they're fine with that, hunting, fishing, whatever it may be. Um, but then there's other folks who you know, I have clients that are working and it's not necessarily because they need the money, but it's because they need to just find some, they need to fill their time a little bit in some areas where they're out socializing and doing something else. So that's a good, good problem to have right there. But at the same token, if you need the money, working in retirement can also be a benefit in that way as well, because you have that extra income. Mm -hmm. The only thing you have to, you know, you really have to take into consideration the age you start doing that. And what I mean is that with social security, there is an earnings limit. And so if you are, let's say you're working at 62, you're retired at 62, collecting social security and you're working, well, you know, you can only make from that job $21,240 this year before you're going to be penalized. And what the penalty means is for every $2 over that limit, you're going to have a dollar reduction from your benefit. So that only happens till if it's before your full retirement age. And for most people, that's 67. Um, so that you just have to take that in consideration as well. After 67, you can make as much as you want. It doesn't really matter. Okay. I like that. And um, uh, boy, on that note, we're up against the clock already, Derek. Let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call and we'll come back and continue our conversation. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, 
deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, that sounds great, folks. Here it is. A great way to be able to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. You know, Derek is there for you. He understands, takes things that are complicated, breaks it down into something that really makes sense. Give us a call, 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. You'll get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help guide you to get to get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. When we come back, we'll highlight some statistics about retirement and some may really surprise you. The good news, there's still time to get yourself on track. How's the market doing? It's fine. How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from retirement pitfalls. Call Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial 833-856-1384-833-856-1384. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And with me today is Derek Hewitt. Uh, Derek is an advisor, an independent fiduciary advisor at Northern Alliance Financial. Northern Alliance Financial, formerly Frisbee and Associates. But uh, you guys, I mean, this whole name change has, has really been a, a, a good thing. And certainly people have taken notice. You can find out more at the website nafinancialadvisors.com. That's nafinancialadvisors.com. Well, Derek, we've, uh, again, the first segment, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, things that we have to do, and, and we'll kind of continue uh, along those lines, especially because, you know, to plan for retirement, I mean, you got to... You- 
gotta really get it down in writing and and um it's really about the plan and i know we talk talk about that all the time uh but i think this is interesting too if you talk to a young person about retirement they're gonna say well i'm gonna retire at 55 because i can um and that when does that change derek (laughs) yeah you know that's that's funny yeah that's that is certainly something that you hear often and you know some do it and you hear about the ones that do it right Right. because that's those are the stories that make the news and things but um, for every one that there that that does, it's just like uh, for every crypto you know billionaire out there, there's lots of people that lost their money. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, uh, and and certainly it's a good goal to have. Uh, but I think that you know really what you have to do is is you have to look at um, you know you have to look at this long term because you might have somebody that's young, twenty twenty five, that made some investments that worked out really well during the height of the market, and thinking that well this is easy. Uh, you know, if I keep it up like this, I'll be retired, you know, by the time I'm 55 or 50, whatever it may be. But, you know, they haven't been through, you know, the market, which we had last last year. You know, they a lot of people haven't been through something like that before the younger people. And so it's hard for them to really fathom that, OK, well, yeah, things don't always go up. So what am I going to do when they go down? You know, and, you know, first of all, you have to be able to withstand that and stay in the market uh, and not try to time things. And I think that a lot of the younger people are trying to do that. Um, so, you know, you just have to be careful, but a lot of people are more involved with the new apps, you know, Robinhood and all these things. Um, you know, they're more involved in investing and that, that's always a good thing. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have those things around when I was younger and would have been nice. I sure. probably would have been more involved at 20 if I had something like that. All right. Yeah. You make a good yeah. point. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, is it, when, you know, if you're younger and you're thinking about retiring, you've got to plan, you know, your retirement depend. I mean, depending on how early it goes, I mean, your retirement can go 25, 30, 35, even 40 years, depending on when you retire, you've got to have a lot of money socked away before that happens. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. And, um, sometimes, you know, when you put the numbers together and you come up with a number that needs to be there, it can be a little daunting and you know, sometimes it, it might feel like it's it's going to be tough to get there. And uh, at the start, you know, when you start retiring, or excuse me, when you start investing and you start putting money away in your retirement accounts, um, they don't grow as fast, you know, because there's less money there. Um, yeah. But as you start to get closer and closer, uh, that does change. And, um, you know, it changes considerably. As long as you stay the path and, you know, putting things in writing, like you said, that's always a great thing. And that's there's many, many books out there about goal setting and how much, more attainable they can be when you put them in writing. And it's the same thing with your retirement goals. Now, these things can be changed, but it's a good idea to get something in, you know, in writing and and, and try to get there. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, again, what you encourage us to do. And, um, you know, because, like I said, it could be a long time. And uh, are, do you find that people are thinking about that now? Um, I mean, have we been out there? I mean, have we been talking about it enough to where people are saying, you know, yeah, I probably am going to live longer than my folks? I get that often. Um, Every once in a while, I do have people come in and they say, yeah, my both my parents or my brother passed away pretty young, so I won't be around longer. But even in that situation, you know, there's a spouse and they assume that that spouse will be around longer. So if this, you know, if you're coming in as a married couple, there's a good chance that, you know, that someone there is going to live to a longer age than the other, of course, but they're going to live, you know, could be into their 90s. You know, we plan for 100. Not everybody lives to 100. A lot of people don't. But if we plan to that age and you have enough money left over at 100, then that's great. But the thing is, if you pass away earlier, you'll certainly have enough money left over if we're planning for 100. So it's better to pass away with a little bit of money left over than to pass away with nothing 
Uh, and that's been that way for a while because you didn't plan properly. <laughs> right. And uh, boy, that's a, that's a, a pretty big wake-up call if you find that you're uh, not where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to change it if you're already retired. So let's just say you're 75 years old and you realize, I don't think I'm going to have enough money left over. Well, it's going to be a lot harder to change that situation, you know, at that age, you know, when you're probably no longer working. And, uh, you know, the last thing to do then too is to try to, you know, go into risky things that you normally wouldn't to try to catch up. Sure. So there's, yeah, yeah. It puts you in a bad spot. Well, I think that, you know, like you said, putting, you know, putting ourselves more at risk than we should because we, we, we need to make up time. Uh, and again, speaking of that, I mean, over the last couple of years, it's been tough for a lot of folks. A lot of us have had to maybe tap that uh, IRA or that 401k um, along the way. And, and a lot of folks are doing that. The, the question then is, so how do we fix that, Derek? Well, you know, what you do is, again, starting young is a good thing to do. That, mm-hmm. that, that will help because you can make a lot more mistakes if you start at a younger age. And the other thing, too, is, you know, I, I, I had a client that um, before he retired, I believe he had somewhere in the range of 200000 300000 And over the course of 10 years before he retired, he built that up to a little over a million. Um, you know, he knew that, you know, the market was going to fluctuate. And he just stayed the course and he was able to retire. He also put extra money in there too. I mean, you got to keep that in mind. He, he contributed more than, than he would typically have contributed to his 401k and he built it up. So you can, you can take care of these things because as you get older and let's say the kids are grown up, you don't have that debt or that responsibility that you need to pay out, you know, for their living expenses. And that can be a considerable amount. So you don't have that anymore. So if you start putting that money towards your retirement and maybe just trying to catch up, uh, over you know a five ten year period, you can get get things back on track pretty quickly. Okay, all right. Well, that's comforting to know. And folks, if you'd like to get a head start, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Eight three three eight five six one three eight four. So, uh, Social Security, big part of our retirement. Uh, are we going to be able to count on it? I know we've had this discussion, Derek. Uh, so, sure. I mean, but the short answer is, yeah, I think probably we will. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's not going anywhere. Um, I'm sh- it, it won't go anywhere. And uh, right. I mean, there's n- nobody's going to come in and cut Social Security, uh, it, Republican, Democrat. Nobody's cutting that program. But, you know, there could be changes. And if there were changes, I think that would affect folks more, you know, maybe more towards, you know, I'm 40, more towards my age or, or people younger. Um, I think, you know, I have people coming in that are wondering if they're going to have it and they're in their 60s or late 50s. And I said, yeah, it'll be there for you. Um, and, you know, people get scared because you do see these numbers and things that they talk about, about how the Social Security and Trust Fund, you know, will run out of reserves by 2035. And that doesn't necessarily mean that there's, you know, that it's no longer going to be around at that point. You know, what it actually means is that the cash reserves are no longer there. And so from that point on, Social Security will only be able to pay for about 75 to 80 percent of the benefits um, based on the money coming in. And so before that happens, there'll be some changes. And, uh, you know, one thing they'll probably do is take from one pot and put it in another like the, you know, like the government typically does. Sure. Usually not the best at running a business, but it'll be there for people. And you need to plan properly with Social Security, which is, you know, why when folks come into our office, you know, we run Social Security reports and we want to look at what those numbers are going to look like um, because you really get one chance at it, really. I mean, you get one chance at it. And uh, when you file, if you file too early and you didn't need it, then it might not have been the best strategy. But if, you know, you look back two or three years and 
you can't change it. You know, after a year, you if you don't pay it back, you're you're stuck in that situation. So you might as well plan a little little ahead and try to plan properly that way. Sure. Well, I think a lot of folks think, well, I'm just going to work until I'm 70, or I'm going to work until I'm 68, and all of a sudden they find out that plan is not going to happen for whatever reason. It could be health. It could be, you know, you got laid off, whatever it might be. But that's, again, that's going to upset the apple cart. Yeah. Well, health is is a big thing. Sure. You know, and that's, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest because while, while you're feeling healthy, yeah, you think you're going to work till 70 and, you know, maybe you will if you feel that way. But uh, for a lot of people, you know, that's a different story. And I, I mean, I had a client in here the other day that, um, he uh, he does uh, he does manual labor. You know he works on roofs and construction and things like that. And he you know he came in because we needed to put a plan to place for him uh, to retire sooner than later. Now he's in his sixties and he just says I can't do the things I used to do. And I mean that's I mean that just happens with age, right? Yeah. So you got to plan that way. Sure. Eight three three eight five six one three eight four. And one of the other things is too, uh, you know, if you are sort of forced into retirement, and we've got a plan put together, how easy is it to to refigure that plan, Derek, and and, and make sure that okay, although we didn't plan on this, we planned for this, right? I mean, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we put a plan in place, and you know, I expect it would be changes. So if somebody comes in and they're retiring at let's say you know sixty five. Um, you know, we'll put a plan in place and we'll, we'll follow that plan, but a minimum, a minimum of annually, we need to sit down and review that plan and make sure that it's still the best fit for you based on, you know, what life has happened in the past year. And also, you know, we, we, we need to make sure if that we're still on the same page. Uh, sometimes people, you know, put a plan in place and they realize that maybe this wasn't the best way to do things. And what I mean by that is, you know, their risk tolerance. You know, I'll have people tell me that they're, you know, kind of right in the middle. So we'll, we'll put a balanced plan in place. And then when things are, are dropping a little bit and I'm telling them, I mean, they're well within their, you know, their target there, you know, they realize, well, maybe this wasn't the best move. So, okay, well, let's revisit this and let's, 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 do things a little bit differently. So, yeah, yeah, there's always going to be adjustments that are going to be made. Sure. And, uh, boy, on that note, we are uh, once again up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call and uh, get that calendar filled up. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life, and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? 833-856-1384. Take advantage of what this complimentary offer is and call us 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. When we come back, many Americans are slow to start saving for retirement. If that's you, we've got some suggestions to help kickstart your retirement savings. This is 
blow to invest you up right now. Breaking news here. Stocks all around the world. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're unsure, worried, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Lance Gilman and the team at Northern Alliance Financial at 833-856-1384. Again, that's 833-856-1384. Hey, we are back on Financial Safari. Derek Hewitt is here. Derek is an independent advisor. He's a fiduciary at Northern Alliance Financial nafinancialadvisors.com. He's been helping folks for more than 10 years. And uh, Derek, this is uh, this is going to be fun because uh, we're going to take a different approach here in, in terms of, you know, if we have not been a good saver, uh, yet we still want to retire. So we're going to go in the style of um, Jeff Foxworthy. And, uh, you know, you might be a redneck if. So we're going to change it to you might not be able to retire if... And the first one is you might not be able to retire if you're looking for a quick retirement fix. We were talking about that in the last segment, Derek. That, that, I mean, again, it's a, it's something that we all sort of want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it certainly if, if you're looking for a quick fix, uh, there, there's nothing out there. Um, you know, you like I said earlier in the segment, um, you know, you can see stories about people that uh, – you know, attempted these quick fixes and did well, but that's just because they did well. And they're one of the people that stuck out. There's a lot of things that <clears throat> need to come into play. You need to get lucky. And, you know, luck is not one thing you want to rely on in retirement. Uh, you're, you're better off planning properly. And if you're a little behind, well, there's things we can do, but a quick fix is not not what we want to do. So the last thing you want to do is try to play catch up by going in things you shouldn't be in, you know, Bitcoin, these sort of things. Um, <laughs> not that I'm my a, mind too. I'm Crypto. not a huge fan of Bitcoin, <laughs> but, uh, and, 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 you know, I, I used to have people ask me about that when they would come in and, uh, and this was back when it was doing well. And I do, I would tell them, I would say, you know, I, I, I don't typically, our money managers don't typically use that a part of our investment strategy. You know, we're dealing with a lot of folks that are, you know, closer to retirement. So it just doesn't make sense for us. But I tell them, I said, listen, if you want to put money in Bitcoin, you know, put in what you are not afraid to lose. Um, you know, and then if that's the case, then okay, good. If you hit it and it works out well, great. But if it doesn't, which, you know, we know it probably wouldn't with the way things are now, mm -hmm. uh, then you didn't lose, you know, you know, you're not trying to hedge your retirement on that. And, uh, <laughs> yes, of yeah. course. And the, so right. no quick fixes. Yeah. No quick fixes. That's that's true. And uh, then you might not be able to retire if you're spending without a plan. And that willy-nilly spending can really be a downfall. Yeah, I always tell people um, the less debt you have in retirement, uh, the, the less spending and uh, the better it's going to be for everybody. That's the most important thing. And, you know, I have people coming in that um, – you know that they 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 tell me they say I I, I wish I had more and I I'll, I'll tell them I'll say well you know if, if you don't have debt and a lot of times they don't then that's the most important thing because it, I'd rather be in that situation than you know another situation where I have people coming in sometime that have considerable income in retirement but also considerable expenses and debt and you know so it's it's you know, I, I would rather be in the situation where my income maybe isn't as high in retirement, but I don't really have any debt. So you don't really need the income as much. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you just, you have to have that under control. And, um, you know, it's not always easy because when you're working and making money and you like doing these things and having fun and going out and enjoying life, which you should still do in retirement, um, 
you know, it, it's hard to rein things in if you need to. So it's better, like I said, like you said, the practice uh, practice retirement maybe isn't a bad idea to yeah. kind of start to rein things in and, and get yourself into some good good spending habits. And you might not be able to retire if paying off debt is not a priority. Yeah, well, that's that. that I mean, that's, we've kind of covered that. Yeah. We've covered that, I think, in both segments so far. Yeah, you know, and, and, debt and debt reduction. Sure. And, you know, you, you, you can't ignore it. Um, certainly don't ignore it. And uh, it, one of the things that, that drives a lot of people into debt is medical debt. You know, maybe you didn't carry insurance for a little bit and you've got these bills that are piling up. And, you know, with that particular, you know, the last thing you want to do is ignore it. You know, if and I've had people that have come in that have had medical debt that they, um, you know, are still working on. And I tell them, I go, you know, listen, if you call the hospital, you call, you can work out a payment plan a lot of times for no interest, but don't ignore it and start attacking it now while you're still working. Uh, that way, even if you can't get it all taken care of before you go into retirement, if you can get a good chunk of it done, it's going to be much easier for everybody. I mean, the medical debt thing that I mean, medical debt is a is one of the biggest causes of bankruptcy, right? I mean, that's a that's a tough thing to deal with. Do you see that fairly often? Do people come in and have that sort of over their head? You know, I to be honest with you, I don't see it a oh, ton because it, and, and here's the the reason why is typically when somebody's coming in. Now, I see people with medical debt. Uh, don't get me wrong. But sure. Um, to the point where they're considering bankruptcy, I don't see that because it, typically when people are coming in to see us, they um, have done some sort of planning and they're, you know, they care about what's going on and what's happening and they're trying to just get things in place. Um, you know, so that I don't see it all too often, but I do see people with medical debt and, you know, that that does happen, but not not. Not too much, not, not too much. much, but I know it's there, and there's a lot of people that are dealing with that, and it's you know it's it's a sad reality of the di- you know what we're, times we're living in because mm-hmm. things are expensive. You don't carry insurance, um, you know. I tell people with insurance, you're protecting your money too, uh, and and that that's the other thing to look at. Yeah, um, and uh, you might not be able to retire if you're living paycheck to paycheck. That, uh, is that true? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. Um, yeah. It, it, it might be tough. It might be tough to do. I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and your paycheck's going to change in retirement, then yeah, you're probably not going to be able to retire. Um, and most people, that's the case, right? I mean, your income before retirement is typically going to be more than your income in retirement. And if you're lucky enough to have a pension, if you're lucky enough to have Social Security, well, most people do. But if you have both of them together, then you know, then maybe. But living to paycheck to paycheck is just not the best idea. Right. 833-856-1384. And uh, one of the things that we need to do to get into retirement and maintain ourselves in retirement is building that reliable monthly income. And it's got to be the, the reliable part is is so important is making sure that comes every month. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the shift to 401ks and 403bs from pension plans is you know, it's really shifted the responsibility of paying for retirement into the employee's hands. And, you know, and if you took advantage of the matching money in your employer plan and you've you've socked money away, then it's going to be much easier uh, for us or for yourself to put together a distribution and income plan. Um, but it, you have to because that that's, that's going to replace your income. And, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to have Social Security to cover most of your expenses, then you're in a good spot and, you know, maybe things can, you know, you can be a little bit more aggressive and you don't have to necessarily plan on a distribution strategy right away for your 401k or, you know, your 403b. But for most people, you do need to use that to supplement and you're going to have to take it out at some point anyway for your required minimum distribution. So, you know, you're better off kind of taking a little bit out now 
maybe try to alleviate some of your taxes in retirement by doing so. Are you seeing the, I mean, with the um, RMD age now up to 73, how are people reacting to that, folks, that you're seeing? Uh, most people are happy about it. Um, and, and I tell them, I remind them, I said, it, it's not always the best thing to wait until that age to start taking the money out. Good and point. so even if you don't need it, and I have clients coming in that they're planning on passing it down to, you know, to their, um, you know, beneficiaries, you know, most likely children. And uh, I let them know, I said, you know, especially if they're doing well, if your children are doing well, and you have, let's just say you've got a million dollars and, you know, you've got a child that's making two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 a year, and they inherit that money, they get to take it out in 10 years from that pre-tax status. And so that's going to, they're going to end up paying quite a bit in taxes. So if you were to take that money out sooner, maybe start gifting it and doing things, um, it, it's always a good idea to kind of kind of kind of do that sooner than later and you know waiting to take money out for your RMD until the last possible minute isn't always going to be the best idea. Right, exactly. 833-856-1384. And uh, so you say business is booming, right? I mean, you're you're staying pretty busy. And this is kind of getting into the busy season, isn't it? It is. It is. And we've talked about it many times, you know, education is huge. Education is one of the the things that we really pride ourselves on on and doing for our clients, and um, you know we we do that in the form of seminars and workshops, and you know we've got quite a bit uh, coming up, and uh, I think we've got uh, about twelve uh, all over the state of Maine between now and um, April April fifteenth. So there, there's quite a bit. And again, those are the kinds of things that uh, we have to be aware of and, and um, you know, try to get through it. So um, how are you feeling about retiring folks this year? Is that feeling good? Uh, you know, people are feeling a lot better this year. Obviously, things are starting off well. Um, and, uh, you know, for a lot of our clients, you know, we planned for, you know, you couldn't plan perfectly for last year. We'll just put it that way. I mean, things obviously took a, took a pretty bad turn last year. But, you know, we plan knowing that um, – you know, know that there's going to be some some fluctuation in the market. So, you know, we we do something and something that I, I do a lot is, is bucket strategies. And so we have, you know, these safer buckets um, to rely on during downtimes. So that way we can let your retirement accounts uh, recover. And so, you know, for a lot of my clients, they, they you know, they've been happier. I can't say anybody was happy with last year. Um, no, I understand. You know, I, but, you know, they've been happier when they compare it to other people they know or just look at the you know, what the actual market actually did last year, yeah. you know, so, you know, this year has been a good start to the year. And, um, you know, I tell people too, I said, it's not going to, it's good now, but you know, they don't expect it to stay like this throughout the year. I mean, we're, we're in a volatile market still and volatility works both ways. It works up and it works down. So, you know, we're still going to have some, some, some downturns here, here and there. I hopefully, like, it's like Jamie Dimon said, we have a nice, that Goldilocks, that soft landing and uh, things stay stay on a track going up. But, you know, nobody knows, nobody right? Nobody knows. I mean, things exactly. can change. They sure can. And, and folks, so what we're going to do is take a quick break and invite you to call. And uh, there are still some spots available on the calendar. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. 
We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? That sounds great. Here it is. Don't miss your opportunity, folks. It's a financial roadmap that uh, the team at Northern Alliance Financial will help you put together. Uh, Things are complicated. Yes, they'll break it down and make it a lot easier to understand. It's a practical financial review. And if you're listening right now, then simply give us a call. 833-856- 1384. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that go along with it. And you're going to walk out the door with a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. When we come back, it's questions from listeners. That and more right after this. In life, there are defining moments. You may kiss the bride. You got the job, buddy! Retirement is one of those standout, exhilarating times. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Meet at no cost with our local independent team who are here to help coach you along this journey. Call Lance Gilman, 833-856-1384. That's 833-856-1384. Welcome back, everyone. This is the final segment of Financial Safari. With me today, Derek Hewitt with Northern Alliance Financial. NAFinancialAdvisors.com is the website. Northern Alliance Financial and uh, you, that's the website as well. NAFinancialAdvisors.com. Now, on that website, folks, you will be able to find out all of the uh, the seminars that have coming up. But, uh, Derek, I know that you are anxious to talk about some specifically. Sure. Yeah. So we, we, have, a, we have quite a few coming up. And I just wanted to run through so folks have an understanding of, uh, you know, where we're running these things, because it really is all over the state of Maine. So uh, I'm just going to run through what we have coming up over the next two months or so. And, uh, you know, you can always call the office and uh, also go online to get more information. And we always have folks register. So you can call to register as well. So, you know, what we have right now, we have on February 15th and February 16th, at Jeff's Catering and Brewer. We've got an evening and a morning workshop on those days. On uh, February 21st at the Dyer Library in Sockle, we have two workshops, a morning and an evening workshop that day. February 22nd at the Hilton Inn in Auburn, there are two morning and evening workshop. On uh, March 9th at the Comfort Inn in Wilton, there is a morning workshop. And uh, on March 22nd at the Doubletree Hotel in South Portland, there is a morning and evening workshop. And then on April 4th at the Veterans Center in Wyndham, there's a morning workshop. On the uh, April 6th, Victorian on Main Street in Norway, we have an evening workshop. And then on April 15th at Da Vinci's in Lewiston, we have a uh, lunchtime workshop. And there'll, there'll be lunch provided. So it's a mouthful, but that, that's what we have coming up. And uh, we're always adding more. So the best thing to do is to just call 
or uh, go onto the website and reach out to us directly, and someone from our office will get back to you and you get you registered. Sure. You can call us, 833-856-1384. That's the number. And uh, all right, Derek, let's jump into some of these questions here and see what uh, what folks are thinking. We've got Bernard up first from Camden, uh, and he says, I'm about to turn 65. I'm looking to work maybe one more year. Our combined income is approximately $140,000 a year, and I have about a million dollars in assets. What type of financial advisor should I be looking for? Well, Bernard, let me just tell you, just call Derek. Yeah, yeah, just give us a call. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll work with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's an interview process, right? And I, I tell folks it's an interview process in both ways. We want to make sure that you're a good fit. And more importantly, you want to make sure that we're a good fit. And so whoever you're sitting across, first, you have to just sit down, have a conversation and make sure that you, you know, you get along. Um, that, that's a starting point. But then from there, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm biased. I'm fiduciary. Make sure you're working with a fiduciary. And I've had people come in that are sitting with us in other firms and some of them are fiduciaries. And I say, that's the starting point. Make sure that you're working with a fiduciary who has your best interests in mind. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that would be the starting point right there. Uh, maybe, maybe someone that's already been working with someone from your family, um, that you trust in, you know, so there's a lot of things that go on, but I think one of the most important things, uh, Bernard, is to just make sure that you're working with a fiduciary who has your best interests in mind. Right. And and again, like you said, it's a relationship thing. I mean, you're in the relationship business more so than it is about, I mean, it's about money, yes, but it's about, you know, again, you building that relationship with, a, with, a, with someone, with a person, with a couple to help them get to retirement. I mean, there's really, uh, it's, it's really about that. You have to get along, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're got a fiduciary, you're sitting across from, and you, you just, and, and just because you don't get along, maybe they have two different attitudes about things. Maybe you're just, you know, it's just not something that someone that you would normally get along with normally. And even if they're a fiduciary, I mean, the most important thing is you got to get along and, and, you know, like sitting down for this person because you might be sitting down for quite a while and planning together. So you need to get along. And then I said the second point is a fiduciary. Make sure you're working with yes. a fiduciary. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 833-856-1384. Bernard, if you want to know some more, uh, on we go to uh, Old Orchard Beach where Meredith has a question. Uh, Meredith is asking, would a T-bill, a treasury bill be a good investment for me? I'm 64. I plan to work until 70. Just trying to Doc is trying to circumvent investing in the volatile economy. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Meredith, and for our listeners, a T-bill is really what that is. is it's, it's safe. It's one of the safest things you can have. And it's a it's short-term U.S. government debt obligation that's you know backed by the Treasury Department. So a T-bill would be for maturity of one year or less. So, you know, it, 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 with the rising interest rates, uh, you know, a T-bill, a one-year T-bill is is paying out roughly, I think right now it's about 4.89%. Um, so I, it's not a long-term strategy, but if you're, you know, looking to, you know, maybe keep some of your money safe for the short term, uh, it's it's not a bad idea. You know, you hear about this inverted yield curve often. Often, and, yes. Uh, yeah. And, and so, and for the listeners, what, what that really means is, you know, if you Typically, if you hold you know a bond for a longer period of time, you're typically going to get a higher interest rate for holding it longer. And so, the inverted yield curve is a situation where that one-year uh, T-bill is 4.89 percent interest. But if you hold a, you know a 10-year 
note with the government, it's 3.67%. So you actually get less. Uh, that's that inverted yield curve. And so that, a lot of times that predicts a recession. And that's one of the things that people, you know, think is kind of telling us, you know, the direction we're in. But yeah, you know, I know one year is not a very long time. So, you know, it could be part of a short term strategy. It's probably better than what you're going to get at your local credit union. Mm-hmm. Okay, 833-856-1384. Uh, Manny is in Winter Harbor and uh, is wondering, uh, says, I'm 62, uh, and I wanted to see if there was any value in investing in a Roth given my age. Uh, so, yeah, he's 62. He says, my expected full retirement age is 67. Uh, yeah, I think there's always value in a Roth. But um, you know you have to take a few things into consideration. And one thing you need to take into consideration is, um, you know, are you still working? And um, if you're still working, you have earned income, then you can, you know, you can put money away into that Roth IRA. Uh, but the other thing is that you can only put so much in there. So you know, right now this year it's seventy five hundred dollars. So you need to um, you need to take that into consideration. And the other thing you need to take into consideration is your income. And so you may have earned income, but if your in, earned income is over a certain point, um, then you can't contribute to a Roth IRA. So, you know, as long as, um, you know, you fall in those in those areas and you're able to do it and you can put 7,500 away, I would do it uh, because at least in that situation, uh, when you want to take the money out, you know, you're not going to be, first of all, taxed on any of the um, growth there. And then you don't pay any taxes, obviously, when you take it out. So uh, I love the Roth and the Roth is great at any age. Mm -hmm. Um, But certainly it's a better thing to have when you're younger. But, you know, a lot of people didn't do it back then. So even at uh, 62, Manny, I think that that's a good time to start putting money there, too. Okay, good idea. And uh, Manny, 833-856-1384. We'll keep going here. We've got uh, Henry. Henry is in Millinocket. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good for me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Henry, here you go. He says, I received a letter in the mail this week from my 401k provider, including their fee adjustments for 2023. They're now charging a whopping two and a quarter percent of my total assets every year. The funds themselves take another 0.5% or more in most cases. Is this standard? What fee would you consider to be normal? Well, Henry, um, the 0.5% on your actual funds and the expenses there, I don't think that's anything crazy. Um, You know, that can fluctuate depending on what fund you're in. But if it's under 1% and 0.5 is a good good amount under that, that I wouldn't be concerned about that. What I would be concerned about, though, is that whopping 2.25% fee on the total assets on a 401k because, you know, first off, those aren't really meant to be actively managed. So it's not even actively managed. Even if it was, 2.25% seems a little excessive. Um, uh, it seems a lot excessive. And so I would look into that. I, I would need to know a little bit more about that. Why? I almost wonder if that's an actual fee that they're charging because I, I typically don't see them that high on 401k. So if you're paying that much on a 401k, I would get a second opinion from somebody about, you know, maybe maybe running through the the expenses. And that's one thing that we do. We'll sit down with folks and run a portfolio analysis on their current holdings because, you know, in order to recommend or or help folks, I need to know what's under the hood. And uh, if I saw that, I would I would certainly bring that to someone's attention. Okay. All right, Henry. Uh, 833-856-1384. It's a great answer. The, uh, all right, we've got time for one more quick one here. Let's go to Kyle in Oxford. Kyle has uh, one question. What happens to my annuity after I die? 
Yeah, well, Kyle, that you know, that's going to depend on a, a, a couple things. Probably the most important thing is who you have as your beneficiaries um, and what kind of annuity you have. What I mean is a, there are annuities, older annuities out there that what happened was you would put money in and they would pay you out the rest of your life like an annuity is supposed to do, but they would stop paying as soon as your life ended. And so an example would be, let's say you put 200000 in and this annuity is going to pay you, I don't know, $20,000 a, a year for the rest of your life. Um, you know, what's going to happen is is that uh, as soon as you pass away, that stops in those older annuities. And and I see, I've seen that happen with some people that have had those older products. So, you know, he passes away after a year or two, the, and the company keeps the money. We don't work with anything like that. There are all the annuities that we would work with are ones that would be left to your beneficiaries. And one of the most important pieces on the application, and these things can be changed, is the beneficiary designation. And we want to make sure that if there's any money left over, uh, that it goes to the right people. And so we can always change that. But what happens after you die? Well, it should go to your beneficiaries as long as you're in the right, right product. Okay. And again, as long as your estate plan is in order, which is a whole yeah. other show to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we've up against the clock, uh, Derek. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, folks, don't miss your opportunity. I mean, really, it's a, it's reason why we do this. It's a chance to review your individual circumstances at no cost, no obligation. Find out the risk that you're taking. Find out if there are any red flags that, that could be a potential problem. How much are you really paying in fees or commissions? potential tax liability, and then finding security in a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security. Northern Alliance uh, Financial is there to do that for you. Take advantage of that complimentary review. Just call us, 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. Well, Derek, as always, a pleasure to be here and have these conversations. I, I uh, always learn things, and uh, certainly today was no exception. Yeah, it's been great, Steve. Great, and I look forward to uh, sitting down again very soon. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. Going to come back again next week with new topics and questions and more right here on Financial Safari.
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.